0: what's going on everyone thank you so much for listening to the podcast today i truly hope that this podcast brings you lots of value just wanted to hop on here quick and definitely let you guys know that i did start a youtube channel definitely go and give it some love it is called into the event industry on youtube you can definitely head over to my instagram and get the link to that but other than that thank you guys so much enjoy this podcast Hi Royce, how are you?
1: I'm well. How are you?
0: Good, good. How was the EE meeting today?
1: uh, not too bad. I mean, I I'm I was kind of out of it, <laughs>
0: Were you? Did you have a long weekend? Yeah. I got the. Uh, well, fun. yeah, I
1: had my daughter's wedding this last weekend.
0: Oh, that's right. How was it? It,
1: it went well. We had about 120 guests and. We were outside in the beautiful White Mountains. so I can't complain about that. So
0: yeah, no, that's fun. Well, congratulations to the family. That's
1: awesome. Yeah, I'm glad this was. You know, you 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 know when you need to have the wedding no matter what because this yeah. daughter is the one. It would have just she would have lost her mind oh. if she didn't, couldn't have had it.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, and-
1: but then the governor comes out the next day and says no, no, no more than fifty, and. My wife goes, oh, my goodness, did we get by or what?
0: <laughs> right, yeah, literally. It's like one of those things It's like, okay, we just skimmed by that and thank God, you know.
1: Yep, yep, I agree.
0: So that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, um, thank you again for agreeing to be on the podcast today. I actually I'm mean, started it pretty much when, you know, COVID all hit. Um, and I kind of was taking a break a bit, but then I was like, oh, I'll get back into it, actually. And I want to feature now, obviously, like, EE members because, I mean, I think our networking group itself is just so fun. And uh, everyone's, you know, like-minded in, in general, you know, and I like to feature um, everyone's business off of that end. So in a moment here, I'll actually start the recording Um I'll uh, introduce you briefly, let people know that we actually know each other through E.E. Uh, Then I'll turn it over to you to briefly introduce yourself, your company, and how long you've been in the business for. And then um, we'll really just go, you know, free flow into questions, I kind of just move off the cuff, really, uh, however the conversation is flowing. Um, and then towards the end, you'll kind of know it's wrapping up because I'll ask four different questions. And the first one being, um, you know, just in general, how can planners bring you personally more value? Um, you know, and whether this is having better communication, leading up to the day, having good commu- communication on the day, whether this is You know, something as simple as, like, have an emergency kit ready for us because you never know or, you know, however, like I said, however planners in general can just help you. Then uh, second question I'll ask you is uh, the most fun event that you've ever been a part of. Um, then the third question I'll ask you is how can we help you? And I will already link up all your social media and your website with the podcast once it does roll out. Uh, but you okay. know, if there's really anything beyond that. Uh, I know a lot of people will say like, just, I love to network. So reach out to me. I'd love to chat or, um, just be kind, you know, so whatever really is on your mind off of the, how can we help you? Then the fourth question is, um, the podcast itself is called All the Nuggets. And so uh, just one little nugget that you would want to leave the nugget crew um, can be something as simple as just be kind to one another or just continue to grow your networks. So like I said, I'll that into whatever, you know, you're kind of feeling. Um, like I said, I do have a long kind of backlog of podcasts that I'm rolling out. I I post five a week, um, but I'm still probably looking at about four months until this will come out, but um, I'll definitely let you know, Um, but yeah, do you have any questions before we get started?
1: I don't think so. Okay,
0: cool. I'm going to go ahead and get it started then. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I have Royce on the line. And I actually met him through our networking group that we have here in the Phoenix area called Event Ensemble. Actually, if um, you know anyone in general is in the event industry, definitely look into the networking group. It's awesome. Scott Favor runs it, and he's just a dynamic powerhouse that I know all of us love dearly. Um, but Royce, why don't you go ahead, introduce yourself, your company, and let people know how long you've been in the industry for?
1: Good morning, Miranda. Uh, I'm Royce Kincannon with Mr. Music, Karaoke, and DJ Services. I um, also remember when Photo Boots. Uh, I've been in business now for a little over 23 years. Uh, I specialize in weddings, uh, DJ for weddings, and company and private parties. Uh, like I said, with 23 years of experience, uh, I've kept quite busy doing this this job. I'm a little... I've done a little over 2,000 weddings in that 23 years and and still enjoy it. In fact, the most recent wedding I did was my daughter's wedding this last Saturday, so.
0: How oh, fun. Well, and, you know, to have the longevity of staying within the industry, I mean, you know, it's grueling. It's long nights. It's early morning sometimes. It's, you know, maybe a a bad client that leaves a sour taste in your mouth of the industry in general. Um, you know, what kind of advice would you maybe have for someone who is looking long term uh, within this industry?
1: You know, Miranda, I think the biggest thing that I would tell somebody is if you're not flexible, this may not be the industry for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I have had uh, brides who have planned my entire evening for me to the minute, so to speak, and I don't have a problem with that. You know, I work for them, so I'll do exactly what they want me to do. I'll play exactly what they want me to play, you know, and I'll do it in the way that they want it, if that's what they want. But I've also had that same person who is, let's, I don't want to use the word control freak, but they want to be in control of what's going on, who, mm-hmm. you know, ha- have given me explicit instruction on how they want things done. But then right after the wedding, uh, the the same bride walked up with her husband, grabbed him by the arm. As they're walking back down the aisle, walks back over to the DJ area where I'm at and says, Royce, I've had a really tough day. Uh, I want to do all my stuff that I need to do so I can go upstairs, get out of this dress, come back down in clothes that I can feel comfortable in, and you play whatever music you want. So, you know, after being prepared in a mindset to to do exactly what this, this bride wanted, then all of a sudden she changed her mind and I had to drop drop everything and, and now become, you know, my dynamic person. So I think the biggest thing that anybody in this business And especially with COVID right now, you have Mm -hmm. got to be – you've got to have the ability to change at a moment's notice.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, and then it's hard, you know, honestly, for sometimes to – it's honestly hard for people sometimes to shift like that, you know. Like, people are so, nope, this is the plan. This is how it's going to go. This is how it's going to happen, Well, no, you know, something happened and we got, we're pushed back 20 minutes because grandma's in the bathroom, you know, whatever it may be, like you got to move with it, you know, instead of, and I feel like I don't see it often, but sometimes we'll see it here and there. Someone who just like freaks out because it's not how it should be, you know? Um, And so I feel like thankfully, you know, we have, professionals who can be flexible and who know, okay, well, let's just move the flow. Let's just handle it how best we can, you know, um, and ensure people. It's like, it's okay. It's going to be okay, you know. And then right. I feel like at that point they kind of trust us, thankfully.
1: <laughs> we, I think that has a lot to do with the people. The vendors have to be able to talk to each other and work through an issue work through a question, work through a change, whatever it may be, because the bride is paying all of us, you know, all of of the different vendors to do their job and sometimes to lap over into other jobs. Um, And so it's very important that that the vendors work together. The very first thing I do when I first arrive and I'm setting up and if the photographer's there, I try to meet them, I try to get their information, I do something a little bit different than most uh, DJs, and maybe they're all doing it now. I just don't know it. But two or three times before the wedding starts, I remind the people, uh, number one, turn off your cell phone. You know, sit back and relax, be unplugged, enjoy the the afternoon, enjoy the evening. Um, And number two, I introduce the, the photographers and the videographers and explain who these who, who these people are to the crowd. Ladies and gentlemen, these people are being paid to capture every special moment for the bride and groom. And please do your best not to stand up in front of them, even though you're excited and want to take a picture. So that kind of, first of all, lets people know that there are trained professionals there trying to capture the moment for the bride and groom, who are being paid by the bride and groom. And it also reminds them that, number one, turn off your cell phones. You know, sit back and enjoy it. That's the one thing about it because everybody has iPads and cell phones, and everybody's up trying to take pictures. And all of a sudden, you've got you know you've got to where people can't see because you have everybody standing up trying to capture that moment. So I do I do that announcement two or three times beforehand, and the reason I do that is so that they have that information. That people have that information that you know we're trying to capture this for the bride. And groom and we don't need everybody standing up in their way to keep us from doing it so by meeting the, the photographer and videographer ahead of time finding out what's going on that gives me the ability to make that announcement and to actually make a connection with those two people because i'm going to be working with them the rest of the night then once we find out who the caterer is i'll walk and talk to the caterer i'll set up how you know I'll take, I'll talk to them and we'll come up with a plan on how we're going to release tables how we're going to do all that type of stuff so that that is seamless we you know that's pretty much my job as a DJ unless I'm told by somebody else that no you don't have to worry about that we'll we'll take care of it fine not a problem but otherwise mm-hmm. it's my job to set up that so that I can actually keep the flow going and we have people in and out of the, the dinner line and back to the table and eating. So, those are a few of the things that I do right off the bat is try to meet all of the different vendors that I can so that we've had a conversation. They know what I expect. I know what they expect. And it keeps us moving in the same direction for the bride and groom.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And then, um, you know, kind of going back to, like, ceremony, there Is kind of just a different wedding etiquette you know nowadays and some people may not be aware of it you know and it's on us as professionals I feel like to inform them and then obviously especially you with the mic you know because then it's like okay what am I going to yell at people (laughs) you know and so um, it's one of those things informing them you know people may not know Um, obviously maybe unplugged signs are up, but people don't read, you know, they're just going to their seat. They're doing, (laughs) they're doing their thing, you know, and then it's like one of those things you look back on, you know, the wedding videos and the wedding pictures and you're like, oh my God, aunt Sally has her pink iPhone case right in the middle of my shot. I couldn't even get it. What the, you know, so it's just like, if anything, if you're listening to this and you're attending a wedding, please just stay off your phone because the camera can catch it. And then the bride and groom probably aren't going to be happy.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly.
0: And it's yep. one of those things like, you know, I feel like, you know, back in the day, I feel like really when I was younger, we had the um, recorders, you know, and they would set them off and have them. But I mean, nowadays, gosh, their equipment's amazing, you know, and that video will come out when it comes out, you know, so you don't need to do that anymore, you know, you don't need to set up your tripod and do all that, you know, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I recently had a person who arrived literally as the wedding was starting. Oh, no. And they walked in and sat down Right after one of the bridesmaids went up the aisle, and you know, so they had to walk through the aisle where the people were walking, and wow. you, you desperately hold your tongue and not, and want to say, you know, please stand off to the side till till the wedding's over, but you can't say that obviously. But you know, right. They they just they just didn't think about it, I guess. And uh, then their phone goes off. You know, right oh, during the no. ceremony, oh. and you know, of course, it was a, it wasn't just a simple ding ding. It was a obnoxious, you know, a music. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. So I mean, oh. I, I, I think people don't realize there is a etiquette when it comes to weddings, mm-hmm. uh, but more and more, especially the weddings that I do, I, I work all over the White Mountains and Greer, Sedona, Flagstaff, uh, Payson. I, I do a lot of outdoor weddings and uh, okay. a lot of uh, some of the great venues here in Arizona. And, uh, because of that, <laughs> there's not always phone signal, but I yeah. still, uh, I still make those announcements to remind people because sure. just in case they get a a, a signal at, you know, at, at the wrong time would, would be wrong. Yeah. So right, I try to right. remind them.
0: Yeah. And then, um, You know, for you, off of your end, um, maybe chatting through, obviously being a vendor for 23-plus years, I'm sure. Um, And then now, obviously, having children who have been married and, you know, you now playing, you know, father to bride, father the groom, whatever it had, may have been. Um, what was that kind of like for you? And was there, like, a shift of, like, okay, I actually need to relax in these moments? Or, you know, was this your, did you, I hear you say this was your last daughter to get married, your first daughter?
1: This, this is actually my third of four.
0: Okay, that, third
1: of four. That had gotten married, yeah. This, this was my oldest daughter. And... Okay. um uh, And to answer your question, it was a lot tougher than I imagined. It really was. Um, Okay. (laughs) The other two two daughters, I did not do any work, you know, at all except to help set things up. But this one having to to do the work plus the last second, you know, uh, adaptations to COVID and everything else, and then uh, having to do the music. I won't do it again because <laughs> it was uh-huh. just a little bit too much. I didn't get to really enjoy the wedding uh, as much as I would have liked to. So I, I learned the hard way with it, with this one to make sure that that next time I get to enjoy what's going on and really truly enjoy uh, the the whole occasion as opposed to trying to work it at all. Uh-huh. Well,
0: that's, I mean, honestly, with, obviously with anything that we do, but more so in the event industry, you literally learn these things by obviously doing it first. And you're like, nope, I'm not doing that next time, you know? So right. it, it's hard, you know, because you're like, oh, well, I can do it, I can do it. And then you're like, nope, no, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> um, right. But it's kind of just how it is, you know,
1: unfortunately. just kind of go through it, realize you don't want
0: to, and then learn from that mistake for sure.
1: Yeah. You know, one thing that I think I've realized over these years, uh, I've done a ton of weddings where I've never even met the bride and groom until after they walk back down the aisle from the wedding part of it. Uh, I've done a lot of destination weddings where people have hired me, and because they're in different countries or in different areas or in different states here in the U.S., uh, they weren't able to sit down and talk and meet. Now now that I've learned a lot more about Zoom and, and the use of that, uh, I don't believe I'll let that happen again. But I found out that when somebody looks to hire, you know, for, for me, if somebody looks to hire me as a DJ – I want to have a good conversation, you know, one that if it can't be face to face, then I'm going to start using Zoom very, very religiously so that that person gets a good feeling of who I am and vice versa, because I can be, and I, I don't want to say picky, but I can be picky enough that if I feel that the bride is not a good fit for me or she feels that I'm not a good fit for her. I want us mm-hmm. to know that ahead of time so that we don't go into the wedding and find out there, because that's the last place I want to disappoint. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Sure, sure. and then yeah.
0: from there comes bad reviews or something or snarky remarks or something that, you know, you, like you said, probably could have avoided it from the get, you know, if you, and there's so much power behind Literally just meeting someone face to face, or getting them over the phone, or you can just kind of tell the vibes, you know, from that, right. which is good, you know. But it's just like, okay, I don't think you're my cup of tea, you know,
1: respectfully. But right. you're
0: saving everyone right. at the end of the day, you know. It's not right.
1: And and it, you know, let's let's put it this way: if you were my bride, I want mm-hmm. you to make sure that I'm the person you want, not sure. that I'm the you know, least expensive or not that I am giving you this or giving you that, you want to make sure that I fit the, fit the profile of what you're looking for. Um, you know, I tell everybody right off the bat, I am not a nightclub DJ. I'm not a wicka-wicka DJ is what I, is what I mm-hmm. tell them. But I tell them that on, pur- on purpose because if a younger crowd or even a, you know, it's kind of funny, the the, the brides that were raised in the 90s, they like that uh, club momentum, you know. And I tell them, mm-hmm. I can play all the same music, but I'm not sitting there, you know, I'm not mixing mixing tables and stuff like that.
0: So right. I,
1: I, but I, that's something that somebody needs to know ahead of time. If that's what they're looking for, then God bless you. I'll, 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 I'll give you some great DJ names that can oh, help yeah. you out. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. Because I, I think the – the worst thing in the world that we have right now is a problem with our current generation and our current uh, way of doing things is that we get a ton of requests and or price requests, but nobody gets to know the person. Nobody gets to know the DJ Mm -hmm. and say, you know, so, you know, I kind of feel that if I can get you on the telephone at least and talk to you, then I can sell you the product. The product, sure. the product for a DJ is me, you know, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. personality, and you know, and everything else. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but today's today's bride doesn't want to talk to you on the telephone. Nope. they just nope. want, uh, you know, a listing of Price, how much and you want to charge is. them. And that's it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, and this is like this is why I like talking about these things because it gives insight for a bride or even a vendor or whoever else, you know, because then it can off the vendor side help us restructure how we go about an inquiry. And then off the bride side, maybe if you're listening to this, get your DJ on the phone, get your planner on the phone, get your photographer, get, get them on the phone. Because like we had said five minutes ago, you can tell if you vibe with them or not, you know, and if your instinct kicks in that you don't vibe, don't hire them. You know, don't go maybe, – okay, maybe obviously, like, go with price but have them side by side and maybe, like, chat with, like, two or three of them piece.
1: because then at that
0: rate, okay, they're all the same price, but who am I going to vibe with the best over the phone even? Because, um, yeah, like Royce has said, the last thing you want is a vendor that you don't vibe with and then your day's ruined because of that one vendor, you know? so Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, that's with everything, you know. But people just want quick and fast, and they see the price, and that's it. It's just like, but there's so much
1: more than the price. Like,
0: right. <laughs> don't there get is. so fixated on the price.
1: <laughs> right, right. Price, price is a great thing to have. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. It, if price is what you're really worried about, mm-hmm. then you can get anybody to do that for the price that you want. <laughs> right. But it may or may not be the 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 product may not be what you wanted, and mm-hmm. you'll you'll find that out at the wrong time mm-hmm. um, you know I mean perfect- case in point a planner you know if if your planner doesn't give you a good logistic of how things will flow and how you know he or she expects the day to go, mm-hmm. then maybe that person is just a uh, you know uh, uh what i would call a friend of the bride that's going to help them out by you know pointing them to go or whatever that's not what a planner yeah, finger does finger pointer of, <laughs> yeah exactly right finger pointer yeah you yeah. know um a planner takes care of the day's activities and keeps things moving for you and with you know it, it, it it's important and if you don't if you don't know what that person does that'd be like you buying a car and not knowing if the doggone thing is going to run.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: it's it, 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 it's, it, it's not worth it. It's not worth uh-uh. it. You know, that price uh-uh. point doesn't always make the difference, um, uh-huh. especially for quality.
0: Right. Well, and then it's like, okay, well, is that – and then I feel like there comes times where you have to look at the planner and be like, okay, well, is it just them are they going to bring some assistance? Are they going to bring, you know, do I need to bring some family friends in to help the planner? Or what do I do, you know? So um, ask them questions, you know, of like, are you going to light my candles? Are you going to move my tables? Are you going to set my decor? Because I actually ran into planners, and they're like, I don't do any of that. I'm like, <laughs> what do you do? I'm like, that's what I'm there for. Like, I have my Adidas on to move the tables to do whatever I need to for the bride. Like, who moves the tables then? I I find someone to do it. I'm like, no right. Right. <laughs> like ask but it's it's a educational piece, which is where the disconnect really is, I feel like, between brides and vendors of like them not knowing the questions to ask them, you know? I can I obviously can sit and ask the vendors 25 questions and the one question that the vent or that the bride unfortunately just asks is well what's your price what's your instagram i'm like right. there's so much more behind that you know like do they have a second shooter do they have all the flash flash and light for the first dance and all these things when it's it dark? are they per hour what time are they going to end what time are they going to even make it to the reception and all that you know so there's so many things that goes into finding your vendors so i mean even off the dj end as well you know like what equipment do you have do you have lighting do you have all your speakers do you have a second ceremony set do you have you know all these different things so it's just like find if you can't find a planner find someone who is at least done a wedding and knows to ask the questions because, like right. I said,
1: there's a well, lot more behind price. <laughs> and, and even if a bride doesn't know what questions to ask, let, let's be honest, mm-hmm. you know, if these people have never been married before, they may not know the questions to ask, but they sure. better ask questions that get the uh, vendor to explain exactly what they're going yeah. to do and how they're going to do it. Yeah. So if they, if they if they don't know what questions to ask, then they better make sure that they give that vendor the opportunity and you know lead them into okay, tell mm-hmm. me what you do and what is my money gonna you know what is my money with you gonna do you know
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how
1: how how am I you know what services are you going to supply and what do I need to worry about because if sure. a vendor cannot sell themselves that may be a good sign that that, that you yeah. don't want
0: them. Right, right, yeah, definitely. Um, so then, you know, off to the planner end, how can we bring you personally more value?
1: You know, I I work with a number of planners around the state, and I believe that they do an awesome job, the ones that I work with, the ones that I have, that I have not felt that connection with and or that professionalism that I think they should have, I do my darndest not to work with them. Um, okay. and, and that's important because everybody that I work with, I want to be able to get along with. I want to be able to, you know, we can, yes, we can have difference of opinions, and yes, we can have strong personalities. Uh, we, if we respect each other because we know that the other person knows what what the world they're doing, then that's fine. But I think that 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 the only thing that I ever see ever becomes an issue between myself or a another vendor is the inability to again adapt mm-hmm. uh, you know if 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 you know we're supposed to do the toast at blank o'clock, uh, and the the um, wedding coordinator walks up to me and says, "Okay, it's time for this." And I look over at the bride, and the bride is busy talking to people. She, you know, mm-hmm. She's had, just getting a chance to breathe. I may yeah. look at the the, the uh, wedding planner and say, look, I think we need to wait just a couple more minutes. She's finally yeah. sat down talking to family. Let's give her just a couple more seconds, then we'll we'll jump up. And, that, you know, as long as we have that ability to look at each other and go, yeah, I see what you're saying. you know, let's wait just a couple of minutes, but we do need to get moving because we have, all this to do in order to get their wedding and their, their reception done, then that's the biggest thing. It's just, like I said, communication, talking through it Mm -hmm. and not being, not being stuck on. I have a timeline. I'm not missing my Mm -hmm. timeline. You know, I kind of giggle. I say when it's all said and done, you know, the timeline goes out the window about the time that the, uh, they get the, uh, the cake and the, and the toast done because at that point you don't have a clue when everything else will happen. It just happens on its own. But, but as right. long as you, yeah, as long as you work with each other, everything's going to be fine and we just have to respect each other. That's the biggest thing that all vendors can do to each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And just be kind, you know, and, and yeah, exactly move, move with empathy. I, I can definitely see sometimes though with the strong personalities and you know you're moving under a lot of pressure, time, you know time you to be set by all these different things and I always preface to people I'm like I'm sorry for what I said when I was setting for a wedding or I'm sorry what I said when I was under the gun for something you know Um, right Please don't take it seriously. (laughs) That's not me. You know I think. Uh, there's actually one time I was uh, in Charleston. We had to do, like, a massive flip for a concert that they were putting on. And we literally had an hour to do, like, all of it. Like, it was ridiculous. Um, but the venue itself, he's was like, you need to stop being mean to me. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be mean, but we need to move. Like, there were just, like – people sitting around not doing anything, like, the bar had not been set, all these different things, like, they were just staring at each other, and I'm like, yo, y'all have to move, I'm so sorry, but, like, please, and he goes, you need to stop being mean to us, like, we're we're volunteers, like, we're just trying, and I'm like, I understand that, but I need you to volunteer your time to move this bar <laughs> together, you know, and so I was like, and then afterwards, we saw each other, and we were cool, but I was like, I'm so sorry, but I need you to move, like, I'm not trying to be mean, <laughs>
1: Right, but but there's just, a difference. There's, you know, it, it's kind of ironic, and I'm the same way you are, okay? I'll, I'll be the first to admit it. It's like I don't mind following the lead if you're a leader. I don't mind following sure, the lead. Sure. But if you give me the slightest inclination that you're losing your mind and you need help and you want me to step in, then I step in, but then I go, mm-hmm. Boom, 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 boom. This is what I need, and I split everybody up. I have them doing the jobs, and we go on about life and get it done. does it always come across as being, (laughs) (laughs) you know, nice. Not always. It's more of demand to get the things done and the pressure that you're under in order to get them done. But like I said, if you go back and you you apologize later and say, hey, I'm sorry (laughs) if I I hurt your feelings, I was just trying to get the job done.
0: Yeah, Yeah. well, and people, I mean, obviously respond to things differently, you know, like if you walk into a room and you're like, okay, guys, we need to get this done. All right, probably not. But it's like, yo, we have 30 minutes. I need everyone to move now. Let's go. You know, then people are going to move a little faster, you know, so it's just yeah. kind of the way you got to go about it. Um, and then afterwards, obviously, just feel like when there obviously there's downtime, just. Be like, sorry, but I just needed to get it done. And then people will understand, you know, like when you go in off that end and you're like, I'm so sorry, but, you know, but then it takes, I mean, a strong person too to stand up to you and tell you, you know, like, "Yeah, you came up a little strong or a little mean. It's like, I didn't mean right. that, but thanks for telling me.
1: <laughs> right. and, and it gives you that opportunity to go back and say, you know, the one thing we're, we always forget to do, is we forget to say thank you,
0: uh-huh.
1: you know, and if if when you say thank you, they look at you like, yeah, you're a till of the Hun, you know, then and right. maybe that's <laughs> the, that's the point where you say, look, if I if I in any way upset you, I didn't mean to, I was uh-huh. just trying to get this work done because sure. I wanted everything to be perfect for the bride. Sure, sure.
0: Well, and then I feel like if you're constantly you know, seeing, like, okay, if people are really telling me this, like, over and over and over again, maybe that, at that point, needs to be, like, a self-evaluation, you know, it's like, okay, right. well, maybe I need to then look back at myself, and that takes a strong leader as well, you know, because a lot of strong right. leaders are, like, oh, no, like, I'm perfect, I don't need to change, like, I'm fine, you know, but it's, like, oh, okay, like, 25 people have come up and told me, like, I'm being a little strong, like, I, maybe... Still be strong obviously, but maybe tone it back a bit, you know, or just self evaluate, you know, just kind of shift a little bit. <laughs> Adapt. Correct. This is the Correct. Theme of the <laughs> either that or you
1: either that or I think the big one is that you just you learn that maybe you didn't give yourself enough time to get the stuff done, so you plan a little yeah. bit differently yeah. to, to give Next yourself time. more time so you can come across as a nurturing person as opposed to a yeah you know, uh, commando, so to speak. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So then, you know, for you, what has been the most fun event that you've ever been a part of?
1: You know, (laughs) it was kind of ironic. Uh, I think about this wedding uh, all the time, especially if I'm, you know, if I'm ever thinking of getting out of the business or anything like that, which I don't think I am yet. But every once in a while, you know, as a vendor, you have, That one wedding that makes you question whether or not you're still in the, you know, that you're still in the profession for the right reasons. And, but then I go back and think about this one wedding that the people, beautiful Christian family that I was working with, and it was a beautiful scene. Uh, We were having fun. The people were dancing, you know, um, I was supposed to, I started at two in the afternoon we were supposed to have been done by ten, but they were having so much fun. They were having, oh. you know, they they were absolutely losing their mind. Every song I seemed to play was one. God, I haven't heard this in forever. You know, uh, do you have any more like that? You know, so, such and such. And before you knew it, it was four thirty the next morning when we stopped.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> yep, it, it It was. It was so absolutely fantastic. And at 4.30, I told the people, I apologize, but I have another, because it was a a Friday night wedding, and I had a wedding in another town on Saturday. And I just explained to them, I really have to stop. So I can some rest because I've got to drive to to Sedona for another wedding. I was up in Pine Top for this wedding. And the wedding was so fantastic, and the people were having so much fun that I was just, you know, I was popping them out. I mean, I was I was digging deep into my eighty-five thousand songs to find some songs that everybody was was jumping to. And you know, it was just a great crowd. It was a multi-generational crowd, and I got so many phone calls, so many appreciations. Yeah. And yes, I'm even embarrassed to say that I I, I got tipped extremely well. But we did. <laughs> we stayed till four thirty that next morning.
0: That's awesome though. Holy cow. 4.30 in the morning.
1: Yes. Well, and if you figure the fact that because it was a two o'clock wedding, I had probably been up since six o'clock that morning and Mm -hmm. was setting up by, you know, noon to be ready. And, you know, I probably had to, I think I drove up there that day. So I was probably up at six and went to sleep by the time I tore down, put everything in my, my trailer. I was prob- probably went back to sleep at six,
0: you know, to sleep Holy for two or God. three
1: hours before I go to the next wedding. So, oh my, but God. it was well worth it. Oh. I, I've had yeah. people, I- I've had people tell me at the end of a, a wedding that we stayed a little bit longer. They said, "You know, I hate you," and I said, "Excuse me," <laughs> and they said, "My legs are killing me. I've never yeah. danced this much, and I'm, you know, and to me that's." That is a badge of honor. I'll wear it proudly. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's
0: awesome, though. Um, so, then how can we help you?
1: How can we, as in, planners?
0: we, as in me personally, or we, as in vendors in general? Uh, even just, I mean, the networks that I have, I actually have quite a few people you know, that are kind of beyond uh, Phoenix. Well, um, so yeah,
1: like, you know, the nice helps. thing about it is is learning, if you learn more about me and if you and I get to work together, then um, I can honestly say I've never done any pay-to-advertisement. Um, I, my biggest year I ever had was 81 weddings in one year. Um, you know, I I have done quite well, and I, and I thank God every day for that. Uh, however, down in the valley, I don't do a lot of weddings yet. Um, because during during the season up here is usually late March till October up here in the White Mountains and up in, uh, Flagstaff, Sedona, and Greer and that place. Um, but then during the winter months, we're dead. And so I don't get to do a lot of stuff down in the valley yet. And that would be one way I could, I could, help you and you could help me, because the one thing I do, and you'll see it when you look on my Facebook page, every time I do a wedding with any vendors, if I have them as friends and or even if I don't, I try to recognize them along with my post showing that today I got to work with um, with Miranda from blah, 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 you know, or mm-hmm. I got to work with mm-hmm. the photographer today was blah, 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 the videographer sure. today was blah, blah, blah. You know, and I try to give them just as much uh, appreciation, uh, you know, in my posts that I put on Facebook. Because right now, if any bride wanted to find out something about Mr. Music, I use a hashtag that makes it extremely easy on every post that I put on Facebook. And it's just literally hashtag M-R-M-U-S-I-C-A-Z. And if they want to look at that, all they have to do is click on that hashtag it takes them to the last 5,000 weddings, so to speak, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. you know, that that's something that I do that works really, really well. But you'll also see in all those posts that I make sure and appreciate the vendors that I got to work with.
0: Sure. Well, that's a nice so cut. Kind of you know. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, then... I try to
1: make sure I promote the professionals. I really do. I I know that that sounds kind of, um, I don't want to say conceited. Uh, I don't believe I have this huge ego. I do believe that I put out a good product. But by the same token, if I work with somebody who is a professional, I will always promote them. Because if a bride calls and asks me and I'm busy, and if I actually give them a a referral to somebody else, I want to make sure that per, that person who I'm referring is just as professional as I am because my reputation is on it on the line just as, as the person doing the wedding, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Um,
0: so then what is one last nugget that you would want to leave with the nugget crew?
1: I think we talked about this earlier. Be kind. Take that opportunity. Opportunity to smile. Take that opportunity to share a smile, share a hug, share a you know a, a, a wish of goodwill. Take the time to care about your fellow man and man or woman or whatever. You know, make take that opportunity to lead this world a little bit better than what it is right now because right now it's scary. And I think we all need to just remember that, you know, I, I believe wholeheartedly in pay it forward. Pay it forward. Take that opportunity to help somebody else, and you never know may that maybe someday that person will help you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I definitely think that you see more of it uh, amidst everything going on. But, uh, Royce, I mean, thank you so much for being on the podcast today and sharing, you know, wedding etiquette uh one oh one and what it should look like, um, obviously both points of view off of DJ and Planner and i truly enjoyed uh this podcast in general. But um look forward to, you know, hopefully working with you soon. But in the meantime, um, stay cool up there. I wish I could some of it down here, but um look forward to meeting you in person soon. But yeah, thank you again for being on today.
1: Thank you, Miranda. I hope you have a wonderful day.
0: You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.